I'm here to uh, tell you a little story about field notes. Hello, and welcome to episode 198 of the Erasable Podcast. As we inch closer to the 200 episode mark, which we have something fun for you then, it's natural for us to take a, a bit of a look back. So in our last episode, we chatted about each Blackwing volumes released since the beginning of COVID-19. Today, we're going to do the same for Field Notes because we got a pretty good pretty good reception to that. Little pocket notebooks, of course, that are beloved by stationary nerds everywhere. So I'm Andy. I'm on hosting duties today. And I am joined by the the other the other two field notes in the three pack of of our podcast, Johnny and How Tank. How we guys. not used that already? That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we have. I don't remember. But no, I. <laughs> if I don't remember, other people don't remember. So yeah, we'll stick with that. So <laughs> what's up, Andy? <laughs> what's up? Hey, uh, happy birthday to our friend Henry David Thoreau. Yes, I hey, turns um, young two oh six. Just a spring chicken. It doesn't look a day over 140. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday, the, the original Henry. Yeah. Um, we have a couple other Henrys here in our lives. But... A couple baby, baby Henrys and Henry yeah. Hoolan. We got the 206-year-old Henry. So, <laughs> Papa Henry. So, happy birthday to Ernest Hemingway? No, no. <laughs> That's on the 21st. <laughs> My brain is not working. Of course happy you birthday know to Henry David oh, yeah. Thoreau. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into our main topic, let us talk about fresh points. Johnny, did you the other the other thing that maybe maybe more significant than Thoreau's birthday today is is the second day of Prime Day, Amazon Prime Day. Did you did you partake of any Prime Day deals? I got a new trash can slash recycling uh, bin. Excellent. excellent. Yeah, and I've found some neon. I'm not neon pastel Ticonderogas, but I don't think we're a Prime Day deal, but. They're on the way. They come tomorrow. Yeah, but uh, they're like pukingly pastel. They're awesome. No <laughs> one will steal those pastels. pencils. Yeah, I think that's the episode title: pukingly pastel. One of the <laughs> one of them is called a UV light vomit. <laughs> it is seriously check it. <laughs> so one other cool one that uh, we didn't talk about amongst ourselves. Right, Notepads has a new book out. Our new oh. notebook out. Sorry, they came out. Two weeks ago, last week. Oh gosh, I, I completely missed that. Yeah, it's called. Pardon me, I don't speak French. Le Voyager. Hmm. It's a one of those side spiral hardcover notebooks, but this is pretty big. It's eight by ten, which doesn't sound big if you're holding it. You're like, damn. I love their margins. Yeah, the paper is something else. It's yeah. really nice. Good job. That looks awesome. They. I feel like they've been right. Notepads have been kind of like keeping a low profile lately. But yeah, this is this is real nice. Yeah, that, that notebook is just begging to be a bullet journal. Yeah, too. like with those and, boxes along the margin. Yeah, they made the the front cover is really flexible, and the back cover is very heavy, so it's got a, a very nice feel. What is? Those looks great. At <laughs> what is that? 
Sorry, I was just sharpening my pencil because I okay. I okay, stepped off my point and I was trying to take notes. That's I, appropriate. Okay. What did it sound yeah. like to you? Moving on. Moving That's on. What I was hoping it was. It was just that you were torturing an animal. It, it sounded like you were <laughs> playing. Like it sounded like one of those things at the mall where you like drop a penny in and it like goes around in circles. It's like oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Those things are neat. Like, are you donating to the cancer fund at the mall right now? Like, <laughs> good for you. Good for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's just sharpening a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> but so in their uh, social media, they mentioned like a new limited edition. And I I was going to ask you guys, have they had one since the en- that engineering book they put out? I have no idea how long ago. No, oh, gosh, I, don't, I do not think so. I mean, I, I mean, look at their website. I They don't organize it like, I mean, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, they have their limited edition section, I think. There's the Amethyst. Oh, that's still on there. The Amethyst came out when we were, or just right after we did our live show. Fall 2017 is the Fingerprints edition. I'm looking at the stuff that's on their chest beaks, definitely. Well, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been a minute. They had a really good classic hardcover notebook that- Still have it, man. Some super secret previews of. It's still only 20 bucks. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I assumed it would be about the same size, but it's it's not just large, it's thick. It has a ton of paper in it. I'm actually stoked to use it, but I'm not taking it anywhere because it's big. But I I wonder if they know that Moleskin put out a book called Voyager for mm-hmm. a while. Oh, do, which, they have a, do they have a Voyager too? Yeah, they put it out like oh, 0405. It went through a couple editions. It was a nice book. It was really just a medium-sized Moleskin with cloth cover yeah, but yeah it's that itself cool. is cool what is it, the statute of limitations or whatever like ever it's it's, it's <laughs> in the public domain now like yeah <clears throat> well this but is even Moleskine doesn't uh, own the word <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually yeah, it looks like great. it still it still exists yes but it's on sale so maybe it won't exist for long so pick them up yeah i don't know if this is the appropriate venue to thank people for not quitting my mailing list but i sent out an email i don't know a couple weeks ago offering among other things free trans pride notebooks to anyone who identifies that way or you know in a a relationship with someone who does or just you know someone who would want one for free and like a whole bunch of people quit my mailing list like that day Hmm. Hmm. and like you know people are in and out all the time but it was a lot of people in one day you know what (sighs) you suck it's a good cleaning house yep i'm like well okay But then a whole bunch of people joined the next week, so nice. Even down, and did you, a lot of did you have anybody take you up on it? Yeah, I had to make two batches. Oh, that's awesome. So I might make another batch if anyone listening they want one. Just you know, drop us I a would, message. I would gladly buy a pack. I didn't even sell them. They were just they look like my pride books, but they're white craft hacks, and they have the trans pride flag on them and good paper. And I'll pick up the shipping costs. Not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that's it. <laughs> On that note, got it. Um, well, I'll uh, usually the host goes goes last, but I know that you know Tim is Tim is working through some stuff. So uh, let me let me share some of my fresh points. Um, <laughs> catching, catching up on my notes. Uh, Make it sound like I'm in school or something. It's been a week, yeah, y'all. <laughs> Tim is. Yeah, it's uh, my kids are. We we've been in camp and we've been playing very overly competitive putt putt. And Ooh. we went fishing. <laughs> the we Tiger Woods things. of putt putt. 
we did fishing, which I don't know how to do, but I had to take my kids fishing and it was fun, but it was exhausting. And my son <laughs> really wanted to do it and he caught one fish. And then my daughter showed up and caught three in like 11 minutes or something. And so like it was, and so I had to deal with that. So yeah, I'm just catching up on, catching up on my notes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the time of summer where you start like, oh, Labor Day you sounds Tim, good. You know what, Tim, how dare you not make your pencil fresh points the priority? Yeah, we're fishing with your children. No, my gosh, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it's fine. Shout out to Linda, who we met fishing. She's like 90, and she fishes every day. We met her, and she was super helpful. So, Linda, if you're (laughs) Linda, if you're listening, you're awesome. Yeah, that was that was great. She was sitting there in a little folding chair. She was just fishing the whole time, and she was like giving us some tips. And then we found out that she was trying to save someone's shoes from like washing into the water who was like (laughs) kayaking or something and then lost all of her worms. Oh, yeah. Like all of her worms. Shout out to Linda. Shout out to Linda. And then shout out to, I'm proud of my boy Henry because he took her over a whole cup of worms and was just like, you can have these. We've got, we've got plenty and gave her some worms. And so, yeah, it was a good experience. Yeah. But all right. So, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Linda. Linda. This episode is titled (laughs) Linda. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll I'll start off with fresh points. So I went to the San Francisco stationary meetup on Saturday and hung out with my stationary friends. And what happens, it it takes place in Japantown in San Francisco and just a just a cute little cute little coffee shop. And we take over sort of their back room and we have a, a sort of an after meetup pilgrimage over to Mido to see kind of what's going on there. Sarah Shortino, who is a, a manager at Mido, is the one who organizes the meetup. So she always has like, just like some good things to check out. So went over there and I found something I've never seen there before. It is a Mitsubishi Uni pencil and it is a sub brand called Haha Toko. H-A-H-A-T-O-C-O. And it's for children. There's there's some with hedgehogs on it. There's some with dogs on it. There's some with like rocket chips on it. But the one that I picked up, just available in 2B, is has cats on it. it. Has this like a little cute little like calico cat. And it is super adorable. And I'm going to read you on the package the, the like, what am I trying to say? Like the description. This is, of course, tra- translated from Japanese. So it says, this pencil will excite not only children, but also their mothers. Hahatoko supports children and their parents with lovely designs and excellent quality. So they are made oh, in oh. Yamagata. I don't know where that is or what that means, but it is, I mean, it's a, a typical sort of like Mitsubishi Uni quality, but it's in 2B and it has just like some cats on it. So I'm a big fan of, big fan of this. Have a link in They're super cute. Yeah. Yeah. Super cute. So... Also wanted to mention, so my friend Tim Balonix, who is a designer, he is maybe, you know, most famous for designing the tattoos that th- that the r- three of us got last time we all met up in person. It's basically a, a pencil Penrose. It's a pencil that's kind of drawing itself. And because this is kind of his design, you know, this is just a tattoo that we got. This is not any way we're affiliated with the show. We don't own this design, anything like that. But he got the it, Medal of Freedom for that, didn't he? I think so. I thought that was what. Yeah, yeah it was, or, or at least some some kind of Pulitzer. Like I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah if there's like graphic design Pulitzers, but if, mm-hmm. he, if they did the pod, podcaster tattoo. Yeah, Pulitzer. <laughs> exactly. Category. <laughs> so uh, he 
the guy who designed that has recently launched a new website and he is selling little lapel pins that is in that shape. So all, all I'm saying, if you want a lapel pin that is the same as our tattoo, go to standardnotice.com. And if you click on shop and you click on objects, you can kind of see this. So he's also selling some of his prints, some of his artwork, but he also is selling just a little, just a little lapel pin of this tattoo. So speaking only to the two of you, don't go buy one because I'm sending you one. Oh, I was about to buy one. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, too. if you want to, if you want to get oh. some for like others in your life, they but... suck. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm about to about these to mail shirts? you one of these. Oh, thanks, Andy. Yeah, yeah. I was I might still buy. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to support them because I as well from my own end because that's they look really great. They seem like they're like kind of a perfect little size. My my son would love one too. So I'll, yeah. I'll get him one. Yeah. Put it on his backpack or something. Yeah. So I'm I'm still trying to decide, do I w- want to be that guy who has a lapel pin of my tattoo? Well, yours is a different... Oh, no, yours is the same color. Yeah, mine is exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, mine's <laughs> different colors and Tim's is outlined. Yeah. yeah. So we won't look as cool, but we'll still look cool. Yeah. <laughs> or we might look more cool. Pro- probably more cool, because I don't want to be that that just like tool who... You know, <laughs> has a lapel pin. I already made stickers of this design just to give to friends and stuff, and I don't have it like stuck on my stuff because I'm just like, I have a tattoo of this. I don't want to be some guy who just like the people see your tattoo and they're like, so, and they see your lapel pin, they're like, so yeah. where did you get the idea for the tattoo? It's also it, it's also it's a little weird because yeah. because so Tim when he designed this he used to work at he worked at Facebook and that's where I first encountered it. And since he left, some folks like the the team at Facebook that designs their internal tools, like just a lot of the stuff they use internally, sort of adopted that design as their logo. So I've had a few people, people, you know, who work at Facebook see my tattoo and be like, why do you have like the internal tools team logo as your tattoo? And just like, no, that's just that dweeb who has like a corporate logo as his tattoo. Just a big fan. Yeah, might as well just yeah. put the Nike logo on my, on my arm. Quiznos logo is on my back. Yeah, <laughs> just a big fan of internal tools, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I was like, I got it before it was cool. <laughs> so that is that is that. If you if you all want a a lapel pin with uh, that that's designed like our matching tattoos, click on click on that link in show notes. He also actually in the description of that of that he links to a Facebook po- or an Instagram post he made. Where he just like showed a picture of our tattoos, so that's pretty fun. Ooh, yeah, it's forever, forever linked to our our stuff. Um, I also wanted to mention something super cool that I got in the mail yesterday, and that is a cover for a Baron Fig Confidant in the flagship size, made by a little company called Pencil Revolution Bookbinders. Or no, is it wait, is it Pencil Revolution or is it Johnny Gamber Bookbinders? Uh Pencil Revolution Press LLC. That's right. That's right. Legal in the state of Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> and it's something <laughs> it's something Johnny and I have been talking about for a little while just because I don't believe that there's any non-Baron Fig Baron Fig book covers out there. And I wanted something I I didn't want a leather one, like I didn't want their Vanguard. And I wanted something that was a little bit thinner and lighter than the Vanguard Plus. Which, as Tim has correctly pointed out, looks like a Bible cover for like Sunday school or Bible study. So I just wanted just a really simple cover, non-leather cover out of this. And 
Johnny, do you want to like talk a little bit about like what's what went behind this making this? It was actually not hard to make, but my my saddle stitching is rusty, and I didn't have a stitching pony, but now there's one on the way, which is like sort of a third hand thing, because saddle stitching is done with two needles at a time, and it's really hard hmm. if you don't have something to hold your work. But it's just made of craft text, which is they call it a paper based fabric that wears like leather, but I call it magic because yeah. it's awesome. It's vegan. It's they, there's something involved in their supply chain where they're not quite FSC certified, but you know it's recyclable. It has a very small amount of latex in it, but you can still recycle it with paper recycling if I'm right. But yeah, yeah, it's waterproof. It gets better. The more you beat the crap out of it, mm-hmm. it's lovely. It takes ink, right? Like I, I was thinking about rubber stamping the front of it. Yeah. 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 I, I tried marbling it with mixed results, hmm. but because uh, the white, I don't know if it seems coated, it's not very absorbent, but yeah, yeah I make tons of stuff out of it. I love it to death. It's, it's kind of expensive, but if you buy some and sell books made of it, then you get your own craft text for free. So that's where you should start a small bookbinding business. <laughs> for the free craft text. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so if if you didn't know, like the Baron Fig confidence are a little bit shorter and a little bit wider than like a typical moleskin or Leuchtturm, and I I have like covers for those notebooks, and but I wanted something because I the last confidant that I used, I spilled a little bit of water on the cover, and it just like kind of puckered the fabric, and I was like, damn it, so. What a, what a nice cover for it. And this man, you know, I'm just like not even like a third of the way through this Leuchtturm that I'm using. And now I just want to switch back to a Commandant so I can use this cover. We could make That's it. Make, yeah. make a Leuchtturm one. Make a Leuchtturm one. Yeah. I'm out it's of tough. orange, but I have other colors. Yeah. That'd be great. So also, if anybody out there wants a Craft Text notebook cover, email Johnny and force him to make you one. <laughs> It take a lot of convincing. <laughs> is that is that the same material you use to make my traveler's notebook? Yep. Gosh, yeah, yeah. stuff's amazing. It's I such mean, a good material. We should talk about it in the last episode, and I was going to talk about it later, but I'll just talk about it now since we're on the subject. But like, Johnny made me a like our version. Was it seven by four? Is that what it was? Yeah, the refills are seven by four. Yeah, seven by four refills made me a traveler's notebook, and I have been obsessed with it. That paper in there is just crazy good it is so good it takes everything it feels good it's got a perfect texture it takes fountain pens good it is like the best it's like i i was i've been like kind of blown away by it. i've been using it i stopped using all other like pocket notebooks that i had because it was so good with everything and i've what awesome yeah no it is so i i had mine is lined blank and dot grid right now is how you set it up when you sent it to me and so in the lined, I'm doing like short journal entries in the blank is like my brain dump kind of like sandbox notebook. Hmm. And then the dot grid, I'm doing a bullet journal. And so I've got like everything. It's just like, it's been so great. And if it's my fanny pack, which is even better. So oh, tell us about your fanny I love pack, that Tim. thing. Yeah. I want to hear about this. You what? I want to hear tell about your fanny, fanny pack. pack. We've talked about my fanny pack. Okay. I'll talk about my fanny pack. <laughs> Press my arm. <laughs> no, actually, you know, we have because Johnny and I have the same one. It's a Jansport. It's a, oh yeah, the Fifth Avenue the black. Yeah, it's the Jansport black Fifth Avenue fanny pack. Hmm. I'm loving it. So, especially when it's 92 
friggin' degrees outside like it is right now. Here, it's like I don't have anything in my pockets. Keeps me cool. Like keeps me like I don't know, ten percent less sweaty. I don't know, not having stuff yeah. in my pockets. Huh. But I love the notebook. I like or this. What do you call it? Notebook holder or whatever. So thank you, Johnny. It's amazing. Nice. Oh, you're welcome. So that is it from my fresh points. Tim, you've already talked about your fanny pack, about your traveler's notebook. Do you have any other fresh points? Nope, that was it. I was going to okay. talk about fanny pack, traveler's notebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I met up with, we, so we had a big family event this past weekend. We, it was my in-laws. They did a big party for their 50th year of marriage, and so I got to see a bunch of family. And my uncle, who I've, I think I've referenced here, my, my wife's uncle, who is a big, like we have like our, our Venn diagram is basically like 90% overlapping. Like we just got like all these things that we talk about every time we get together. It's just like, we're in a room full of people. We're talking to other people. And then eventually we finally get together and it's like, all right, now let's do this. Like, let's talk about pens. Let's talk about fountain pens. Let's talk about pencils. Let's talk about guitars. Let's talk about books. You know, we've got like all this stuff in common, but he, so I saw him this weekend and he was telling me that Atlanta just got a Kinokuniya store and if you go to their website it's like the first thing that pops up there and it looks amazing so i'll be going there soon very soon we're gonna go down and visit them and go there but i'm very excited i've never been to one and so there's not a whole lot of them on the east coast i think is there there i know there's probably there's one in new york is there any others there's there's one in san francisco that's in the japan center mall it's it's interesting because in every other place the mido like stationary and stuff is in the Kinokuniya, mm-hmm. but in for some reason in the J- Japan Center Mall in San Francisco, it's they're separate stores. So it's okay. the same company. Interesting. Yeah. So and there's a big yeah. one in Seattle that I've been to too. So it looks like I'm on their website now. There are there's one in Torrance, California, L.A., L.A., Arcadia, California, San Jose, California. Still in California. If you're not keeping track at home, <laughs> San Francisco, California. <laughs> And there's one in Beaverton, Oregon, which is also interesting because my sister used to live right there. And my former co-host of the Wendell Berry podcast lives and lives right around there, too. Hmm. There's one in Portland, Seattle, Katy, Texas, Austin, Texas, which Plano, Texas, Carrollton, Texas. Man, Texas. Hmm. Good, good for you. And there's there's one in Illinois and there's so now there's. One in Atlanta, New Jersey, and New York are the the only East Coast reps. Is so yeah, I'll be going there soon, and I'm very excited. The pictures of the store look awesome. It's huge, which is uh, yeah. It's been a while since I've been in a like an exciting stationary centered uh, brick and mortar store. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. This has nothing to do with pencils, but I got a new guitar, and it is been amazing i traded in i traded two guitars to get one guitar and it has been the best decision like i had a guitar that i like so this again this has nothing to do with stationery but i am just so happy with this guitar i so i went to i've been going to the guitar center here in johnson city and i've been wanting a fender telecaster which i've got one but it's like a hollow body and it's kind of like a funky one and i was like man i just want like a regular solid body telecaster 
you know, like think Bruce Springsteen is like what it was in my head, like the guitar that Bruce Springsteen has. Like, I just want one of those. And so I've been looking I was looking at like really cheap ones, like the Squires, which are like the, you know, cheap model fenders. And I was like, maybe I'll get one of those and I'll just like fix it up and I'll add stuff to it or whatever. And I was playing one and it was the color I wanted. And I was like, oh, okay, that's all right. And then I looked up and then I saw like the fender model on the wall, same color, but like it looked better because you know, they spent money on it. Yeah. And I tried that thing out and it was like, I was, I was, it, I held it. I started playing and it felt like it was a part of my body. And like, mm-hmm. I, I got that feeling. I walked out of the store and I was thinking about it. I just kept thinking about it. I drove away and I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm going to be dreaming about this damn guitar. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Anyways, I traded in and I'm very excited about it. So I traded in an acoustic and my own Telecaster to get this thing. And so I've got like a butterscotch blonde. It looks just like the Bruce Springsteen one Telecaster. And it sounds so good, but it makes me very happy. And I've been, we've got a gig coming up. My band, the minor leagues has a gig coming up next week. And so I've been like getting ready for it. And I printed out, I made like a template for my cheat sheet or like my crib sheet for the gig to like write out like chords and stuff. So I'm not like flipping through a giant binder. So I've been enjoying my time with my Blackwing Natural in this like template that I made and printed out on that awesome paper that Johnny recommended like a year and a half ago hmm. to map it out. But anyways, I just I just had to share that because I'm I'm so happy with it. It, it it's sitting right next to me, just yep. like reaching reaching for me. You ever had those things where you're just you're almost glad that you don't do something or participate in a certain community because you know that you would just go deep and spend so much money on it. <laughs> Every yes. every I, single day, I feel like I feel like that about guitars. Like I I don't I don't read music. I don't play music. I just was never a musical person. And I look at guitars. I'm like, oh, that's that's real nice. And I'm just like, it, it's it's probably good that I don't play a guitar because I feel like I would have too many guitars. It's yeah, that's it's the same thing. It's like you look at a pencil and you're like, that looks like a good pencil yeah. and you're right with it, but you're like, that's not a great pencil. And there's sometimes where you look at it and you're like, that looks like a good pencil and then it feels great and you're like, I'm, I'm in love. And yeah. this is one of those, like, that's I mean, it's just like, because you can feel it, like, you know, yeah. just like how I feel it with pencils, like, I know this is a good pencil. Your guitar is a golden bear. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, based on the color, I would say it's like maybe more closer, like it's like closer to like a, like a cedar point. Like that. Yeah, cedar point or like a forest choice or like a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, something like that. Like a or what's the the Mitsubishi 9852 EW. <laughs> throw a bunch of numbers and letters out there. You know how they have those tw- <laughs> those Twitter threads that are like if Tilda Swinton were a like were caterpillars, a thread. Like you should have like if <laughs> yeah. if guitars were a pencil. I could thread. do a whole blog. I just read yeah, about it all hell the time. Yeah. It'd be, I'd have four subscribers. <laughs> it'd be like I would be Ted, one of them. It'd be Andy and Johnny and like Ted Walker. And maybe Adam, I don't know, from from take note, they just be like, yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's talk about it. But I love it. Yeah. And OK, so moving on, I'll move on from that. But I'm, I'm very excited. Last thing, we have some big, like a big news story, a big pencil news story that is kind of a preview for something that we might have to come. But Aaron Bartholomew, who we've like been familiar with he is in the american pencil collector society and he is has submitted his pencil collection 
to be considered for the Guinness Book of World Records. So he has he submitted his collection of 70,000 advertising <laughs> pencils. That's bananas. So he could pass these out in Johnson City to every human being in the town where I live, and he would still have like 18,000 pencils in his hand. <laughs> Everybody could get 1.3 pencils. There you go. Like he would... Wow. Start cracking those things in half. But amazing. Amazing. I mean, it's, I don't know. Like, I mean, you guys made me aware of this. Like, or, you know, Andy, you had mentioned it like in our, in our chat, but it's such a, such an incredible collection. So, and a big, you know, a big moment for the American Pencil Collector Society. We've known, so we've known Aaron for a few years now. He's, he's been the, the secretary treasurer of the American Pencil Collector Society for, for several years now. And, our podcast sends a fair number of people each just, you know, just each month to to the APCS. And like whenever they put out a newsletter, they're just like, oh, yeah, so-and-so heard about this from the Erasable podcast. So we talk about it on here. I'll mention it again. If anybody is interested in a very, very low stakes, low cost, just sort of connection to other pencil people, consider joining the American Pencil Collectors Society. It's like... 10 bucks yearly. I think it's a little bit more. I think they raise their rates if you want to get like a paper newsletter or an e-newsletter. Pro tip, spend the extra money for the paper newsletter. It's pretty good. And if you go to pencilcollector.org, you can kind of get more information about that. But he's the secretary treasurer of it. And he's, I think he's a listener to the podcast. And he is, yeah, perhaps a Guinness Book of World Records holder for largest pencil collections. So, so cool. Yeah, so cool. We're... We're not sure of this. This is not a teaser. We're, we're actively working on getting Aaron on our podcast to talk about talk about his collection. So I hope we can do that. Yeah. So, but still, way to go, Aaron. Whether yeah. you get whether you know, whatever those bureaucrats at Guinness <laughs> decide, we're all very proud. Encounters over and there. Like, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So that's all I've got. So uh, let's jump into our main topic. Much as much like the last episode that we did about some of the Blackwing quarterly releases since the pandemic started, we're going to do what about Field Notes, the other kind of like big quarterly limited edition release uh, brand. So we're going to talk a little bit about the edition, talk a little bit about the theme, talk a little bit about the construction and the materials used, and then give it a a grade. So you know, A plus, A minus, all the way down to F or I think, Johnny, you had like a Z or something like that <laughs> with one of the field notes. I think one of them I gave a number, didn't I? So yeah. This doesn't get a letter. I think so. It sounds familiar. So we're going to start with spring 2020, the first release since the pandemic started, which is Vignette. Do you guys remember this one? Yeah, those were cool. Yeah. That, those are cool. Yeah. That was the one that had the little like pocket in the front to put like a little image or photo or something in. And it was just a just a really they hadn't done anything like that in the past, and I think thought it was really cool. What did you guys think? I thought it was cool. I, when I first saw, it, I remember thinking it, and I still think of it every time I look at it, especially when I look at their like their website page for it. Like, but you guys Pearl Jam fans? <laughs> you like Pearl Jam? Yeah, I'm <laughs> giving away my age. <laughs> yeah, but there's this, but there's this uh, their greatest hits album. It's called Rearview Mirror. Mm-hmm. And on the front, I always think of that. And I always want to take that picture because it's like a circle with like Eddie Vedder like stepping into the picture and the bands in the background. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to like 
take that little circular picture and just like plop it into a vignette. Yeah. Which I should totally do. I could yeah, do you that. Totally do. It's in my it's in my ability. I think friend of the show, Jess Letkeman, who is a Pearl Jam scholar and journalist. Oh, she yeah. would appreciate that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Just yeah. maybe I'll do that. This one had a so they had that cover that you could like put something like in into the the center, like just kind of frame it, but it also had like a just a really nice gray graph paper on the inside and I don't think it was anything fancy. I think it was just like a 60-pound bright white paper. The According to the, the back cover, it has a silver emulsion graph, which I thought was pretty nice. Yeah. So do, did you guys use this, use this notebook at all? I did use a bunch of them. Yeah. Oh, I can't even think of what I put in them. I think I just used the little pictures they gave you with the subscriber pack. Mm-hmm. I got you know paralyzed by freedom like oh my god <laughs> analysis paralysis yeah so yeah to put those in but the, yeah. the, I thought that one was really imaginative and it looked like it was really a pain in the butt to make yeah to have those like really complex covers and then get them to fold over oh yeah it had a a fairly yeah complex looking kind of substrate to do it yeah I thought they did a good job I, I love I imagine doing that many circular cuts like on notebooks okay. had to be like hard like in a yeah. quality control yeah yeah, that's yeah. a lot. If you guys were to give this a grade, what, how would you how would you do it? I'd give this one a B plus. Okay. Yeah, likewise. That was what I was going to say. Like, I mean, yeah. Color wise, they they could have gone further, I guess. But I don't know. But like, if I'm just being picky, but like, I think it, like B plus is super positive in my head. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do the same. I what what oh one thing I forgot to mention I really I thought it had a really good it has like a stippled texture on the cover and I really like that I thought I think it feels really nice to hold so yeah solid B plus that sounds good the other the next one that we had was a just a really kind of like outside of their their usual but felt really nice it was the heavy duty which was. One of those little like top spiral bound notebooks. It's about the same size ish as a as a field notes, but with a spiral on top, and it has a very thick cardboard like chipboard cover, and they come in like a like a an orange and a blue like printing on this like a like a craft brown cover. So it is, gosh, that that ink is a super super thick application. Like the orange one is. Uh, exactly the sort of like Draplin Design Company orange color. This is pretty good. Like it, you know, hangs out in a shirt pocket. Feels really good. Do, do you guys still use any heavy duties? I found one the other day that I hadn't used. Hmm, so oh nice. I use some. <laughs> it definitely has the distinction that very few have of making it to the permanent collection. So you can buy a, mm-hmm. I think they continue to make the heavy duties. Yeah, I... This this was I mean just which is totally a sort of like my use case situation. I think they look awesome. They feel awesome. There was something different, which was like amazing. I didn't use them a whole lot. I think I've still got like two half used ones or something. But it's just because like I just am curmudgeonly about like what I carry around with me. But I like them. I remember Adam Webb from Take Note doing the the amazing hack of like attaching a magnet to the back of it and putting it on the refrigerator. 
Mm-hmm. You remember that? I don't know. I, I, I think I so. That was, that was awesome. So, like, I mean, there's there's definitely plenty of use for it. And I remember when I got my similar format write notepads, like or the erasable book that they made for us. Like, I still have one of those in my toolbox, which mm-hmm. this would, that's like what this is made for, you know? Yeah. Yeah. This, well, it was cool the way they had the, weren't they lined on the front and the other side had a really fine graph? Remembering yeah. that right? Yeah, I thought that line. It was one of those ones. So it, it's kind of like the dough notebooks, where it has like a like a thicker line that is like a wider graph, maybe like a, oh gosh, like maybe like a centimeter. And then the there was a thinner line in the middle of that that was like half a centimeter. So you could do either a thick or a thin graph. But then on the 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 front side, it was it was lined. Excellent. And on their website, they have a, a very small natural finished pencil. This is Field Notes. 47 which i think was this edition i don't remember oh i'm looking at that now it's like a it's almost like an ikea pencil yeah what's up with that yeah did they send that i can't remember did they send that with a as a subscriber extra i don't know i don't remember i mean that seems like a million years ago now yeah but i'll have to look around i would i I would probably give this yeah so it's funny i never I never really used it, but I I appreciate that it exists so much, right? Like I I know so many people use like a like a top like a top spiral bound notebook, and this is just sort of the perfect size for that. So I I really appreciate that it exists, and I feel like there's probably like at some point which which I could really I could really use something like this, especially that like you know line line ruled on one side and graph ruled on the other side. So I would probably give this a really just solid A. What do you guys think? I'm going to go with A minus just because okay. I wish they made the permanent edition in different color. Ooh, good call. Mm-hmm. I'd probably just, I'd, and bias aside, like I'd just probably give it a B. Like it's mm. still like cool, but like just wasn't like, I just didn't want to use it that often, yeah. but I thought it was, was cool so i'll give it a b yeah agree you're good just a just a it was interesting that you know they've had chipboard top bound spiral notebooks before like they have their steno pad which is pretty great they did the front page slash byline you know the reporter's notebook but this was kind of the first time they really embarked on like one of these kind of smaller ones that you know you find in the shirt pockets of dads everywhere yeah, and when they did the reporter notebook, they changed it up, and then again they changed it. They changed the uh, yeah the stock of the covers. So when yeah. these came out, I thought they would stamp them with a different color or something. Yeah, but I also they will. I I have actually just today I used this when I was pulling this out. On you know on in typical field notes they have a ruling on the inside back cover of the like of inches, so you can like use it as like an inch ruler. But on the heavy duty, they have an inch ruler and a centimeters ruler. So look at field notes like expanding to metric. Oh, related. I've, I looked up the original email that apparently I never deleted. There was a subscriber extra pencil. Okay. Okay. So was it a little golf pencil? Yeah, it was like a little little natural pencil. I don't remember <laughs> holding it in my hands. It must be running. I need somewhere. you to go start looking for it right now. So start digging through. <laughs> yeah. It's with your that. House, uh, look, look under Henry's bed. Like, yeah, find it. it's, it's there somewhere. somewhere. It's somewhere. It's with that uh, three that twenty sided die that came with the black wings that I immediately lost. Yeah. 
So that was, let's see, that was, gosh, when did, when did, when did this come out? So the, the summer 2020. Okay. So the field notes vignette was February, 2020. And this one came out May, 2020. And so in August, 2020, we got the United State of Letterpress. A plus. And I'm trying to think of so like, <laughs> yeah. Getting ahead of myself, but yeah, I love this. Go ahead. Yeah. It was, I think it was their sort of like second edition that ever had, it was after Three Rivers was a few years before this, but it was basically like from a collaboration with a print shop. They they partnered with, I'm trying to look here. Oh gosh, who did they partner with to make this? To make this, oh, um, it was like a print. whole bunch of people. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, and it they had several different like stock colors and of just a bunch of different kind of like overlapping letterpress prints on this, and this came out in August 2020, and it was it was good. It was another one of those ones where they just like have a bunch of different sort of like collectible designs. So I'm actually holding in my hand one that was made in Kentucky and has just some really nice just like repeating patterns just just horizontally on the cover and it is this one is in collaboration with finch paper and french paper and it is reproduced from a pattern from 1640 it's the bay psalms book uh, from the book of psalms so it's the first book known to be printed in the american colonies in 1640 so yeah so they they all have sort of like an inside cover sheet like a fly sheet that has just some information about the united states letterpress so what they say is they celebrate the rich history and artistry of letterpress printing in the usa with these field notes memo books designed and printed by some of our favorite letterpress artists in collaboration with finch paper and french paper company so do you guys do you guys remember this one yeah i think i bought one or two extra packs so I could get the fountain pen cover. And did you? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know where I put it. I have a lot of notebooks, but uh, yeah, I thought of all of the, <clears throat> sorry, the letterpress editions, this one was definitely the coolest. Yeah. Is there was more stuff than just, you know, different old wood letters, which is cool, but they already did that. I will say so, that like out of the, the hatch or out of like, there's the, the two rivers one, and then there's also the the hash printing that we'll we'll talk about a little bit later. Like this was, I think my favorite too, and also I I think I liked it the best because the texture was so good because it was letterpress, so like it's a little bit depressed, and it just feels nice to run your finger over. I thought they did a really good job with the name. Yeah. 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 This this edition. Yeah, uh, this edition like from sort of like concept, like the idea of it to also the the way that they collaborated and then also the look of it. And I just, I thought this one was amazing. So yeah. I, I loved this one so much. I've still got, I think one or two left. For my, but like, yeah, I just, I just love it. I, we, we're, we're so, we're surrounded by collaboration, you know, projects that are going on. It's like hip, you know, like hip uh, product plus hip product and then here's our collaboration. But this is like, you know, like these cool notebooks plus letterpress organization, like, you know, printers who are not getting that kind of like exposure. So I just mm-hmm. thought that was really awesome. Yeah. That made me like love it even more. 
one thing I will mention is that the instead of an of a ruler like an inch ruler on the inside it has a typographic point ruler, so you can measure like if something is like twelve point twenty four point. I think it. I think this is a. If I'm not mistaken, this is a pica ruler, and pica was a a tool that measured sort of like the the size of print that you know if you have ever worked in newspaper, it might be something that you've used before. So that that's fun. That's really fun. If you were to give this a grade, where would you put this? A plus. Likewise. Okay. Okay. I would give this a solid A. Yeah. Moving on, the winter 2020 edition was the snowy evening edition. And one thing that they did was they basically had a procedural... Oh, let me look on their website real quickly. And it was an algorithmic print on the cover of each of these notebooks. So out of the the addition of almost 100,000 notebooks, it was 99,999, they have a u- unique snowflake on the cover of each of these. Which, you know, there's some that like look very similar, but they're all... Slightly different, just like real snowflakes. And this was basically a, a nice sort of like dark blue, like indigo cover with with like a silvery kind of white printing on the top. So it was, okay, so it was the cover, it was a deep blue vellum 80 pound cover with a white UV ink on the top and then printed with an, just an inkjet printer in order to get all of these these different covers. So do you guys remember this one? What did you think of it? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to say this several times tonight, but I love when they go back to, remember they used to call them the seasonal edition and then they switched it to quarterly slash colors. Yeah. So yeah. anytime something comes out like this, that's super seasonal. I'm like extra excited. And this one was like, it was one of those notebooks where the concept and the execution are like just right. Hmm. Yeah, felt really good for for winter, right? Just like a like a snow evening. That's kind of what they were going for. <laughs> I remember when this first came out and having the conversations where we were all like gleefully saying, you know, like take that collectors. Yeah, <laughs> just like what are you gonna do now? It's like there's you can't you can't do it. Which I just like that idea that like every notebook was different. I mean, that's such a. I mean, I just think I can't help but think about the like production process of doing that behind the scenes. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, I'm sure it's like computer generated or whatever. Like you have somebody you can like generate it, but you have to lay them all out. Like they have to all look right. I mean, it's such a huge endeavor, like such a huge project. Can you imagine running really awesome? 100,000 different like notebook covers through that inkjet printer. (laughs) <laughs> or being that poor intern that had Johnny? to check to make sure they're yeah. all different. <laughs> Johnny, can you can you conceive of that? Because you've yeah. probably done it. If anybody's printer can do it, Johnny's can. I haven't killed a printer in like two or three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It, it's it's really nice looking. I don't really care that much about the like graph of the dot grid on the inside. It was oh the innards was just a. Just the blue, just the light blue printing on just the regular Finch paper, 60 pound bright white paper. It was fine. I would give this like a, like a B minus. It's thematically, it's, it's, it's cool, but also it's just not my particular jam. So 
What do you guys think? I'm going to give it a plain A. Okay. Okay. And I, I probably go with B plus. Nice. Nice. All right. Moving on to spring 2021. This marked the 50th limited edition for Field Notes. So they, gosh, they did a whole thing. You got this huge booklet that just had examples from just all the different papers. There was Butcher Blue in there. There was Butcher Orange in there. There was the green, like the the grass green in there. And they just did a really, really fancy printing of all, all of that. And the the sort of like collector's bonus was just gorgeous. Sort of a celebration of printing technology and the way that they've done it in the past. Uh, yeah, and I remember a lot of people got upset because this plastic stuck to the glue. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it, like they were free. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, they were really really cool yeah so the, the yeah go on okay there was the one thing from field notes where i actually baby it because kick out another one yeah so it was definitely sort of like a very like wonkish celebration of like the printing bookmaking process and one of the cool things about the notebooks themselves is the covers were red but they had like a die cut circle and where it says field notes, the O of notes was a circle and in the middle, but it said 50, like it, it broke through to like an inside paper and they had three different ones. They had the same paper from dime novel, the safety orange from dime, dime novel. They had the night shift blue from end papers that kind of like dark blue that end papers used. And then a gum, gum, dark, blah, blah, blah. Gum drop green from the grass stain green, which was, I think, grass stain green was the third one, right? Mm, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they had so many kind of callbacks to their own their own stuff. They talk a lot about just the different like technologies and papers that they use. The subscriber extras are really cool too. If I remember correctly, it was a set of stamps. Obviously, not real stamps that you can mail something with, but just some really nice just stamps to put on notebooks or stickers or whatever. Yeah. Do you, did you, do you guys like this one? I, I, I enjoyed the celebratory part. The mm. books were cool, but within the collection of the ones we're talking about tonight, definitely not near the top. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I have almost nothing to add to what he just said. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like, a, yeah, it was, it was fun. It was like cool to see it, but also at the same time, like, I get it. Like they want to celebrate themselves and this thing that has taken off from just like something that was very small and niche to something that's like pretty big and has been around for a long time. So it's very self-referential. Just like talk a lot about like just like the hard work that goes into making each of these editions. But if you're not like a, if you're not specifically a field notes quarterly editions fan or if you don't appreciate kind of like the work and the craft that goes into making it like this probably isn't your isn't your thing yeah what would what kind of grade would you guys give this are we talking about the release or just the books you know i think i think it's hard to sort of like pull those apart so i would say consider both of those things i'd say a minus for the set Okay. I'd say B, B plus. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with B plus. That makes sense. If you look at the specs on the back, gosh, they have so, <laughs> so many different kinds of like papers that they use to do this, which is which is fun. 
Moving on, let's talk about the Trailhead Edition. This is a celebration of some of the big, some of the big long trails. So the Appalachian Trail is in there. The, oh, uh, the John Muir. App, I'm sorry, Appalachian sorry. Trail. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the Pacific Coast Trail is in there. The Continental Divide Trail is in there, and it's just basically a celebration of those big long trails. And it it was. It was such a compelling addition to me because I loved, loved, loved that the cover. It was a basically one of those like linen rolled covers. It's a dark green. They call it emerald green, but I would, I would say this is darker than emerald green. And they they had a big application of a like an orange um, an orange like ink on the front and on the back and on the insides. It's it has my favorite thing ever. It has like a it's a creamy paper. It is it has the sort of like orange kind of double lined header and then just like a like a nice like duck colored like lining lining up blah 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 lining on the paper itself. So it has like these orange staples that match the cover. I don't care much about like long distance trail hiking or following, but I love the aesthetics of this notebook. What do you guys think of this? Yes. Yeah. All of the above, except I do like hiking. Okay. <laughs> the only thing that was so the only thing that was depressing was when this came out. It was that weird period during the pandemic where we thought things might get better, and then uh, yeah. I forgot which variant came along, and you're like, "Nope, you're not going anywhere." <sighs> oh, July twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I actually saved a set because. My my BFF and I have a pact to do the Appalachian Trail before we die, and we're getting old, so <laughs> better do that soon. <laughs> better start planning. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, this was sort of an addition that was like after my own heart, living where I live, and Appalachian Trail going like right through here, and and they look great. So yeah, I, I mean, to start out the grades, I, I this one was just a lot of fun. I like how they sort of mixed in these different trails. So it wasn't just like one part of the country. It was sort of inclusive of the whole part of the country. I, I thought it was very cool. So, I mean, I would give it definitely a solid A. Yeah. I I love, love, love that linen cover and the sort of like styling, like the, the orange on the dark green cover. Like it looks nice. It feels nice. I, I really love how they sort of match the staples to the to the orange cover. Um, that is satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I really like the lined kind of creamy inside. It's, it's a vanilla 60 pound Finch paper opaque smooth. And the, the like header double line is blaze orange. And then the regular lines are double knee duck canvas light Brown. And it just, it just feels and looks so nice and so old timey. So I love the way it looks. Don't care that much about the theme, but that's okay. So I would, I would, I'm with you, Tim. I'd give that an A. Yeah. And Johnny, I don't think you, did you give it a grade? Did I? I'd give this an A. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Largely for that, that linen. Mm. Yeah. That linen. Unity. We just all gave it the same grade. I don't think we did this at all last time (laughs) uh, with the pencils. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah. We're all on the same page about that one. Next up, let's talk about fall 2021. That is 
um, September 2021, it is uh, Harvest. And what they did is they had several field notes that had different sort of like Harvest themes on it. So it's they're illustrated and the covers have kind of seasonal colors and then they have a and like a painting of tomatoes and apples and kale and corn and pumpkins and i think there's like grapes or something like that in there too and they're embossed so they definitely have a very certain look the one that was so interesting to me was in, like rather than the cover the insides were really interesting and they did this thing where it was they have like a left margin it's dot grid but they have a left margin solid line so it's almost like you can you can make a list or something in there and then, of course, they have that double line header, so you can just kind of write something about that. So, do you guys remember this one? What did What did you think of it? Like with the winter one, like once I saw that pumpkin and the produce, they looked like seed packs. Mm-hmm. That was like mm-hmm. I was all about this one. Yeah, I say John, famously, Johnny's like most used word ever is autumnal. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He loves Johnny, that word. Johnny loves so it. Autumn. Like, this comes out. He's just like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Harvest. You think of autumn? Yeah, no. So that, not surprising. I I think this one looks amazing too. It's like I, it, it's a. I don't know. Is this the only one that has sort of like a as far as the image on the front and how they do it, like a realism sort of or like a like a paint? It's done like a painting, like a yeah, realis- realistic painting little different i mean it's one of the few like america the beautiful has like a little like almost photograph on the front and yeah but that's even like a photograph this just looks like a paint it looks like something that somebody like carefully painted out and like even just the little details that you get with this one like with the apples you get the shadows that are kind of like casted off to the side it just looks like a still life painting which is like really amazing and yeah yeah i thought this one was very cool i thought this one was very like but like cool without trying to be cool you yeah. know what I'm saying it was just like of course it's fall we're gonna do a harvest edition we haven't done one we've done like 50 of these editions or whatever you know whatever yeah. it was that point and let's so if we're gonna do something that is not like something something that is quote unquote like predictable yeah. like let's do it like amazing like let's yeah. make it look super sharp so I, I thought this one was so the the Field Notes website is saying that this is so John Burgoyne, who's an artist, is it, this is an ink and watercolor technique to do this, and he apparently does a lot of like Cook's Illustrated covers and National Geographic oh, illustrations. Oh, that makes total sense with Cook's yeah. Illustrated. I mean, yeah, yeah, just so, oh, so like that. So I will, I will say that this is not my particular jam. Like this isn't my aesthetic. Kind of these re- very realistic looking like like harvest vegetables and fruits. But uh, that doesn't mean I don't appreciate the craftsmanship. I think they look really lovely. I love how they embossed it to just kind of like raise the illustration from the covers a little bit. But to me, that one of the things that is just the best is that insight. So on their website, they're calling it a ruled dot ledger format. It's great for list making and diagrams or just plain old autumnal notes and observations. So planting bed diagrams, recipes, grocery lists, Another thing that I didn't know before is that you each page use it is... in the bathtub. You can use yeah. it in there. Sorry, right. <laughs> Amazon Basics. Eat your heart out. I, I keep coming back to that. Every, <laughs> yeah, like, I love it. Every twenty, every twenty episodes. Good, good like, callback. Like, 
and another thing that I kind of forgot to note before is every page is is perforated, so you can tear out tear out every page, which is really great. And they have brass staples, which is a very good kind of autumnal thing. So I even even though I would not say that this cover like this aesthetically is my jam, I just I just love the craftsmanship and all the features that go into it. Just it's so thoughtful. I would I'm gonna give this an A plus. What yep. about you, Johnny? Nice. Same. Because yeah. so pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I give it a, a very firm A. I mean nice. almost <laughs> there with you. But like yeah. I yeah. Yeah. It's a great addition. Let us move on. We are looking at the next one is came out in November 2021. This is the ignition. Oh, yeah, that one was nuts. And it is a series of three. There is a date book and there is a checklist journal. And I believe each date book is 26 weeks. So half of a year. You can kind of spread that out. And then there's a a big to do journal. And I believe the cover was made from the same kind of like paper stock that Expedition is made out of. It's waterproof. It's tearproof. It's a synthetic paper from a company called Yupo. Yeah, Yupo with, it's like a plastic paper, so can't tear it. And then also the inside pages are just like, just have a very, just like subtle, subtle application. So I'm holding a checklist journal in my hand and the cover has almost like a UV spot coating that kind of looks like the the inside pages and it has just like alternating lines some gray some white with a little like kind of dot journaly circle beside each one so it's just like made for checklists so do you guys remember these yeah i thought the best thing about this and i liked them a lot was the matching yellow click pen if you're a subscriber oh yeah that yeah. was so sweet that was a good one i mean i was slightly more excited about that yeah. at the time <laughs> It, this is admittedly one that I never have held in hand. So yeah. like I feel like I have to like qualify my I didn't get this one not by any like super strict reason, but just I haven't been a subscriber for a while. I just kind of buy the ones that stick out to me, which this was a period of time clearly where a lot of them did. <laughs> but this is one I didn't didn't hold in hand, but I appreciated it. You know, it's almost like a you know, a callback or it's like what was the that New Year's edition they did? Yeah, oh, resolution. resolution. Resol is like resolution Mach two or something. It was like, yeah. a, which I appreciated. Yeah, yeah, that was how I felt about it. I I really really liked the resolution, and I think the most most of the reason I liked it was because I really loved the colors, and I also loved that kind of gilding on the on the edges, like when you cracked open you know a pack and you you sort of like bent the pages a little bit and made that kind of like little shimmer in the sky with all the all the like gold, the gilding that just kind of got stirred up. I it's definitely a callback to that and I I just very much like reg- regrettably don't use like paper calendars anymore just because my calendar is so dynamic and electronic that I just and it is shared just among so many different people like I just can't keep a like a paper calendar anymore. So I it's not like two of the notebooks in here aren't super usable for me. And I also tend to use checklists that are not like 
like the word notebooks are about as structured as I, as I go for checklists, right? Like just regular old lines, but maybe with a little like that on the side. And this reminds me of that. And like the 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 tearproof waterproof covers are nice, but I just don't like the way they feel. Like like tactilely, they're just they just feel very plastic. Do you guys like kind of have you noticed that with this? I mean, I didn't mind that much. I what I liked was that they put more pages in them. They were oh, I didn't 50, notice that. Yeah, there's fifty six pages. Yeah, so every time I pick one up, I'm like, woo, beefy. Interesting, yeah. I liked the color scheme a lot. I have no idea what it had to do with, you know, igniting something or the new year, but I just thought it looked really cool. Especially when on the the two date books, the way they put book one and book two in yellow that just pops out of the covers. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's true. That's a good design. So I'm just for my own personal use, I think I'm probably, even though I, I sort of appreciate like the, the formatting that they're using, I'm probably going to give this a C just because I don't, I didn't like the cover and I don't have much of a use for the actual pages themselves. Yeah, I'd probably put it like color scheme wise. I like, I love the idea of it, but also this kind of happened to me, happened to me with resolution also where there was like one of the three that I like loved. And I, again, I will preface this by saying I've not used this one, but I would still based on the concept, based on what I see, I would probably give it a C plus. Yeah. Nice. Johnny, how about you? Uh, B plus, I think. Or B. Okay. Nice. I'm going to move on to spring 2022. And that was a notebook called Signs of Spring. And that was a really interesting one to me. One thing I kind of have been learning about myself is I really, really love texture. And... That's one of the reasons I love Baron Fig Compounds so much is their fabric browned, and I just love kind of running my hands across it. And any of the notebooks where they have a really nice texture is one that I love, and that is one of the reasons I just loved Signs of Spring. It has a debossed kind of tight floral pattern on the covers of these notebooks, and each one has a just a different color of a foil stamp on the front. So there's a blue one, there's a pink one, there's a green one. And it is on a very bright yellow paper. And I just, I love, love, love the way it feels. It is very, very springy yellow with like a very springy, like, like cover, like foil on the cover. And even the, like the insides are really good. They had that, they had really good texture on the inside. If I'm not mistaken, this is the first field notes that the inside has like a linen texture on it. It's a Strathmore 70 pound paper, which is a little bit heavier than usual. Usually they go with like a 60 pound. And it just reminds me of when you go to like Office Depot and buy like resume paper. Uh, (laughs) That's kind of what the insides are. And the duck graph insides are yellow that kind of matches matches the cover. So yeah, they call it yellow crocus. And I I was a big fan of the just the tactile feel of this cover, even though I don't I don't care that much about like spring colors. I just liked all the rest of that stuff. So, yeah. Tim, what did you think of this one? Did you ever have it in hand? Yes, I, I, I did have this one in hand. And this was, I remember seeing it the first time and feeling like this was the companion piece to Blackwing Volume 3, the Ravi Shankar. Like the Ravi Shankar. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, they, like they pair pretty nicely together. I mean, it's not the exact same yellow, of course, but like, you know, just like similar sort of like aesthetic with the, 
patterns and the yellow and whatever. But I th- yeah, I mean, I thought th- I, I I enjoyed this one. I like textured things in general. I and mean, we'll go back to like my my love for the Mars edition of the Blackwing. You know, the Blackwing Volume Four. Just I like things that have a sort of a tactile feel to them a lot. So I thought this one was very cool. And just the fact that they did the different colored. Yeah, I mean, just the different colored imprints on every yeah. book. I thought this was very cool. I, yeah. I thought it was, and it was very, very different from anything they'd done done before. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, they, that texture of the inside pages, man. It's sort of called back the, what's that one called? Packet of Sunshine. One of the early early spring mm-hmm. releases mm-hmm. with the all the same yellow, but different colored stamping. But those weren't foil. The foil on these was very nice. Yeah. And I, I, I used to not like when they experimented too much with paper, but I, as a paper nerd, come to really appreciate it. Yeah, Strathmore's so a good, the, good one. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, this is textured. Have a textured paper. Do it. Yeah, I love it. I, if I were, how would you guys grade this thing? You want to go first, Tim? I keep making you go last. <laughs> That's okay. I no, I'd probably go with a B plus on this. I thought it was cool looking. I like the texture aspect of it. B plus. I'd go with uh, an A. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Somewhere between like an A and an A minus, I think would be good for me. Like I love, like I really like using, I love the texture. So yeah. So moving on, I, if I were to like, so summer 2020, where are we? 2022. Speaking of texture, they did a really like the next one that they released was something that was pretty popular. And it's one of those kind of like national parks. It was one of the ones that people have been requesting for a long time. It is the great lakes edition and subscribers got a five pack of these notebooks cost almost $30, but each five pack had the, the, the five great lakes on it. So if I'll, if you all remember from like school, right? Like homes is the, <laughs> is the, like the, Thing we all used Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, and Superior. And so they have a different notebook for each one. The one that I think is kind of nearest and dearest to like many people's hearts is like Michigan. I've seen people kind of sell and trade for like Michigan on in the Field Notes group. And speaking of texture, they had a really, really, really good texture. It is a like a really great blue looking at their notes right here. It is a cobalt blue somewhere between like a royal blue and a, and a navy blue. And they have what is called a tech weave color. It's an 80-pound paper made by Nina Paper. And I I don't know how I would describe this cover, except that it's like kind of isometric or like maybe slightly hexagonal. It is a very like nice weave in like little little pods, almost like a little tiny, tiny little honeycomb. It yeah, feels it, super nice. It looks like linen paper from a, a sci-fi movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely kind of synthetically made, but it is just, it feels really good. It looks really good. And it has kind of like a very subtle grid to it. So each one has a little bit of a, like a, it's on this blue. There's a, a dark color that represents all the different five lakes, except for the one that is being represented, which in which case it's silver. So it is, oh, what do they call it? Superior silver and a charcoal ink. Sorry, go on. Oh, and the, for subscribers, you got a sixth notebook that was silver, but I can't remember what it was about or what the theme of 
that extra oh, notebook was. Oh, that's right. Gosh, I'm looking for the notes in here, but yeah. Yeah, they don't say, but yeah, that was really nice. Yeah, and this um, one had crazy, crazy good paper. Yeah. I got in touch with the company for a sample book, and then they followed up with an email, but I lost the sample book, so I never wrote back to them. Oh, no. I forgot. So they're saying it is Veritiv Starbright opaque, yeah. opaque white. It, they sent that sample book out so fast for free. I felt really bad for yeah. getting back to them. I'm sure that, you know, they made a note that Johnny Gamber didn't get back to them. <laughs> it's really thick. I'm assuming this was like a good, like, yeah, this is like a good fountain pen paper. It was nuts for fountain pen. It was perfect. Yeah. I didn't care much for the grid. Like it was just a graph paper that was like a gray, a gray ink. They call it the made of mist gray ink. So I didn't care much about the ruling, but I, I remember the paper was just really nice and lush. Tim, as a Munster, Indiana native, did you have any feelings kind of about Great Lakes? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. I just, I, yeah. Lake Michigan Notebook, I snapped these up pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. I I love the sort of Midwest. I, I like when, you know, companies like Write Notepads or Field Notes or whoever sort of who have a very geographical like link, you know, I mm-hmm. mean, Field Notes is it's Chicago and Portland or whatever. Write Notepads. You got part, like I, I like when they lean into kind of the local themes. I, I like that a lot. So I think these are fantastic. I think these are such cool notebooks. So, and, and like you all have been saying, like the paper is just great too. And they're, I love the sort of translucent belly band kind of like detail that they did on them. I like the artwork yeah. on how they did the lakes with, I don't know what you would call that. It's like a sort of not vector, but it's like a, you know, using shapes or whatever. Yeah. It almost looks like those little tiles that you would play with as a kid that you like stuck together in crazy orders to, to make images out of but yeah no i thought these are fantastic and the yeah. blue i mean it's just a great summer edition because what are people doing in the midwest in the summer they're going to the lake yeah yeah i forgot about the belly band it was kind of like a vellum semi-transparent thing and they used like a white application of ink to show the, the binding of the notebook so yeah that looked really good yeah and the, those postcards i think are still for sale aren't they Oh, I think so. According to the website, you can still buy a five pack of this Great Lakes notebook. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it had a, it has some like like a little map that comes with it, which is cool. And that Great Lake postcard said it's really lovely. Cool. Moving on. Wait, do we grade this? I would give this like a, uh, I'll give this an A, A minus somewhere on there. I'm joking. I go A plus. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I go Sorry. A plus on this one. Nice. Oh, we're not the same again. Sad face. <laughs> All right. Moving on, we have the Hatch notebooks. And these were printed in autumn 2022. So just a little less than a year ago. And this was a just like another celebration, kind of like Two Rivers and kind of like American States of Letterpress. Wait, no, did I say that right? Letterpress States of America. You know. United States of Letterpress. Yes, yes, yes. It's a it's a celebration of printing. And this is from the Hatch show print. They have a bunch of letter letterpress printed posters. 
And it is definitely like a little bit more, it's less of a, like a segment of a letterpress and more about sort of like the full, sort of the full poster. So there's a lot of really just like interesting things in there. So it's another kind of like wonkish celebration of printing. I remember that at this point, a lot of people in the field notes group were a little bit disappointed. People who didn't really care much about the process of printing. They didn't really like this because aesthetically it looks very much like three or two rivers and letterpress. So I just remember I being a big fan of like the ruled, the line ruled notebooks, they had line ruled pages and it was just very much in that sort of like light blue that, that just feels really nice. Do you guys, do you guys remember this one? Did you, did you like it? Did you collect more? I didn't collect more. I remember people being bored by it and being like, shut up they're cool but looking back they're they're the least interesting of their letterpress books yeah. i think yeah but still really cool and like you said the inside is so nice yeah that you know it sort of balances itself out yeah yeah it just felt repetitive i don't know like this it's as if you know as if they're discovering some sort of what's the word i'm looking for a template or whatever where it's like oh let's just oh let's just do another one where you just like sort of flop a bunch of stuff in like weird order over each other. But I get, but I, but I do like understand like the story behind all of these. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Like the fact that they, they're definitely being deliberate about these designs that they're using for it. So I appreciate that, but also it was just kind of like, Oh, it's another one of those where they're sort of crisscrossing or like, you know, splicing up some sort of design from somewhere. So I, yeah, I don't know. I feel it feels complicated because it's like, I appreciate a series or, you know, a theme that you kind of return to every once in a while. I also appreciate the Nashville connection, but you know, it just, it just felt like a repeat. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, they thought your average person was going to latch onto the Nashville connection a little more than they did. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes any sense. (laughs) It's getting late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would, how would you guys rate this thing? I would give this a B minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, B minus. Yeah, I'll agree. B minus. Ding ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> so the next edition, which was November twenty twenty two, they kind of went just like they took a one eighty, and their next notebook that they released was very much meant to be a new kind of like permanent collection edition. And they're calling it Craft Plus. And so it is a little bit heavier weight than your classic brown notebook. They're releasing it in three different colors. But if you're a subscriber, you get a fourth color, which is like kind of a berry, like a berry red. And they're, I don't know, they're, I'm trying to describe the, the look of them, but they're just sort of like a textured, just like wash print of on a Craft Brown notebook cover. And it's a it's a classic package packing brown wrap, uh, eighty pound stock cover, but with an application of there's a, an orange, there's a blue, there's a green, and then for subscribers there's a there's a red too. And the difference is as much like the heavy du- heavy duty notebook, they have the start date and the like location subject context on the front. It's just a just a different like slightly more utilitarian permanent collection editions. So they call it craft plus, which is pretty interesting. So 
I know that in the field nuts group, of course, everybody has something to complain about. But like in this particular one, people are like, oh, this is they're just giving us like a like a regular collection notebook here with a different color, too. But, you know, they whatever, com- whatever. They were totally different. They had completely different paper. Yeah. The, yeah. This paper, no offense to the regular notebooks, was much better than the regular paper. It's it's instead of Finch paper, it's it's called Domtar Cougar. It's a 60 pound natural paper which is like slightly creamier than the white paper that they use regularly. Um, yeah, and they took fountain pen like a champ. Yeah. One thing that I love about it, again, like a few of the other ones, is that it ha- like all the pages are are perforated. So you can tear out any page at all and just use that separately, which, you know, I do, I surprisingly do quite often. So big fan of that. Yeah, and they, I think they made a big deal about wanting to keep them at 10 bucks so you got two books yeah. instead of three but they did three different colors so i just wanted them to have two packs of one of each color yeah the whole time but i bought an extra pack of the aqua anyway because they were really nice yeah so if they they sort of followed up on a one of their this is wednesday things where they had the same kind of thing where they just took the regular notebook and flooded the covers with blue and then another one with red yeah, I guess people responded well, or maybe they maybe they were experiments and they worked really well. So but, yeah, you're right. I f- completely forgot about that. Yeah, they were they wanted something that was under ten dollars, so they're two pack instead of three pack. But you can buy the amber or the aqua or the moss edition. So yeah, that's pretty pretty nice. That they have something that's a bit smaller. Tim, did you did you use this one? Yes, absolutely. I actually bought, I think I bought three sets of this, three or four. Back, uh, I, each I, one. I bought, no, no, no. Of the one because I really loved the sort of orangish one, and mm. so I actually went to Asheville to Origami Inc., my like closest possible stationery store, and I bought up a bunch of them when they had them. So I I still have them. I've been using them very recently. Actually, I just finished one, uh, like a few weeks before I got my Pencil Revolution Press Traveler's Notebook, which is killed everything else that i was carrying around so <laughs> but no i loved this edition i thought it was fantastic i thought it was like a like kind of a return to form kind of going back to the old school kind of idea of field notes simple like johnny was saying with like the even like the price part of it was just kind of like all right we've done a lot of fancy let's just go back to like making some cool simple notebooks and i really loved this one so i yeah. and i i've i've only had that orange or amber or what do they call it is it a, amber yeah yeah the craft plus amber so i've got i think i have three packs of those and i've used like i've went through one of them so i love nice. it i think these are fantastic yeah i would give this a solid like mm, i'd give this a solid a minus it's something really nice mm-hmm. like i i feel like i'm gonna be just like drawn in by some of the specialty editions, especially with interesting textures for a while. But if I was looking for just a very, very solid notebook that I would like gift out to the world, this would be definitely that. So A minus for me. Oh man, I'm going to give this one A plus plus. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were... I'd go A single plus. Okay. Single. You know what? I'm going to revise that to a single plus because I don't like perforated paper. Okay. Oh, you don't like to refer to paper. No, I'm always afraid it's going to fall out, even though it never, ever does. <laughs> yeah, I just like the option to like tear it out and give it to somebody or put put it somewhere. Yeah. 
Moving on, last last edition, which was spring 2023. We are recording this in July, mid-July 2023. So it'll probably be a couple months before we get our next Field Notes edition. Well, any day now. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, they yeah, put a- you're right. They printed a shipping label, didn't they? Oh, I didn't know that. But uh, ooh, I, they had a teaser up a couple weeks ago about how there's a new stock to artists, like some awesome subscriber extra. Okay. I'm like, oh my. Yeah. So pretty soon we'll be seeing the new one. But this edition that just came out is the, and spring was the Streetscapes edition. This came out in April. And they are kind of that larger size that they do. with art. They started with art, arts and sciences and they've, released a few editions in this size but it is the cover is almost like a coloring book and it has various illustrations of new york and miami and i think los angeles and chicago Mm -hmm. you know there's no there's no san francisco it's fine i don't care (laughs) i mean i don't know why they picked miami i'd have gone with washington because yeah I mean, that's the low hanging fruit. Look at those, all those cool buildings. I mean, I went to Miami in, in April and it was gorgeous and they have some really cool architecture. So I like, I get it, but maybe they're trying to get outside of their usual zone, except, you know, they're still like, you know what? Obviously, we're going to include Chicago. So I guess New York too, but you should do some it, more. Yeah. They come in two packs. I would love, yeah. San Francisco and Baltimore and Boston and Boston and yeah. Johnson City and Kingsport. And Kingsport. <laughs> get that, get that Kingsport skyline. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, it's something else. Yeah. So this is this is one that I think that our friend Tino Koyama might appreciate, where it's very much a celebration of urban sketching and just like just cities, right? Like cityscapes. So the cover is very, very black and white. It is just something that would be just like really lovely to like pencil in. And I'm trying to think the insides are blank. They are, it's just a regular Mohawk, like 70 pound white paper. It has a really nice texture to it. I feel like it. it's very toothy. I th- feel like it would be very good with colored pencil or even just regular pencil. Kind of makes me wonder. I know that Baron Fig does not talk about what their, what paper they use in their confidants, but this paper feels pretty similar to that. Maybe a little bit thicker, but similar. When's the last edition that they had a blank? Notebook. Yeah, that's a good question. Maybe like end papers. Mm-hmm. Was that the last one? Oh, but those were like well, half lined and half blank. Well, there was that like oh, stupid right. past, like the Easter edition. Oh, the sweet ages. tooth. Sweet tooth. Yeah, that it. That oh stupid yeah. Edition. That was. Oh my god, that, that was twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, I mean that one was blank. I don't know. I don't know what else was. Yeah. We had, I'm trying to remember, Group 11 was, no, that wasn't blank. Autumn Trilogy, National Parks, Mile Marker, Clandestine. Was Clandestine blank? No, they had that weird dot grid that had codes in it. Oh, you're right. Which I could never see. Yeah, yeah, End Papers was like half blank, half dot grid. Oh, you know what? Dime Novel is the last one, fall 2017, so it's been a while. Oh, man, I feel old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Streetscapes, I appreciate kind of what they're going for. It's for a very specific kind of like person. Not not really for me. The size is great, but like I'm just not a sketcher. 
if I were to give it a rating, I, I would give it like a C plus just given I love the the concept, but just it just wasn't for me. So that's me. You want to go, Tim? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I would probably go with I, like I really like the coloring book side of it, mm-hmm. but like the chances of people actually doing that are pretty low. Yeah, you know, so it kind of is basically just a black and white notebook. I almost like more than the, like the coloring aspect. I liked how the belly bands lined up, and you could see like sort of the colored strip of it or whatever. Yeah. I would probably give this one like a, a gosh, I can't go see because like I still it's like it has it's a it's definitely like a stretch. I would probably go B plus on this one. OK, hmm. so I'm going to go a minus because it came with an eraser. If you're a subscriber, this says oh, big yeah. pink. it's a nice eraser, which is also the name of a good band. I, they didn't mention that. And one of their pencils, which have gotten a lot more expensive, but I notice has also gotten a lot nicer. But yeah, I didn't, I have no use for these. I gave them to Charlotte because Charlotte likes to draw. But if I were someone who likes to draw, I would be like flipping over these. Yeah, that eraser is called Big Pink Graphite Eradicator. Yeah, mine's very black. I don't know why it turned black. I had it on the windowsill, maybe it got wet. Hmm. But I'm holding it. It's soft. Nice. So so can I posit something before we start? Please do. During this period of time, there have been a lot of collabs, dedicated editions like the Dungeons and Dragons ones, and you know a lot of just non-regular field notes, but also non-quarterlies. Do you want to say like what's your favorite from this mm. period? I mean, it's a lot to pick from. Yeah, is the James Brand one from this period? Oh man, I don't know. Close enough. That's that's one of my favorites. I loved the James Brand collection. They had. One with like a gray one and a white one and a just like neon greenish yellowish one. And that one, that one in specific was one that I loved. Like it's it's this really bright, bright, bright cover. And the dot grid on the inside was that same kind of like bright green color. So I'm a big fan of that one. I think mine, and I don't know if this qualifies. It might be like a little like too early slightly. I don't know, but the Wilco field notes collaboration oh, yeah. that, that box set that was really awesome um i've carried i i was just using one that was the most recent notebook that johnny's traveler notebook booted out of my my rotation so <laughs> make I your was, cover for those use, using one of those but yeah that was that was my, definitely my favorite which biased because i'm just such a big wilco fan but i just love those notebooks they look so cool yeah. I love that they're all so wildly different. I like that they collaborated with all the different people in the band to design the notebook it's just I don't know. I just thought that was fantastic. That's a good one. Love that slow oh, cover that they use. You're making me change mine. I'm going to go with the Maggie Rogers set where they were, there are two books. They're sort of like the dime novels. There's Smythestone and oh, yeah. they had that really nice Strathmore paper in them. I forgot I feel like that one. If they Do you have a link this one that much? Yeah. I'll yeah, put it in, in the there. show notes. Yeah. I mean, in addition to the fact that I really like Maggie, Maggie Rogers, like these notebooks yeah. themselves were so pretty. And you know another one that I really love the cover one the cover on is the collaboration they did with Overstory like the that novel I think Johnny you said you you read recently oh right? the Underworld or, Underworld or not Understory Underworld yeah I don't remember Underworld no yeah. Overstory is a novel also so good yeah yeah that one looked 
Look really lovely. Yeah, the Maggie Rogers one looks looks so good. No, I need to look this up. Oh, yeah. yeah um, nice. It's it's funny. I don't know if you guys kind of noticed this trend, but I feel like we have rated the Field Notes editions consistently higher than we rated the Black Wings editions. I think there was a period of time where I think it would have been the opposite for me. Mm-hmm. For a while, they were putting out some boring stuff, and Blackwing was really nailing it. But yeah, the pendulum has swung. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of it. I feel like there's probably more <laughs> that you can do with all these different paper, paper and ink stocks than you can do with Blackwings. Like it's just yeah, it's like a good the, point. The materials that, like, then the variables that are, are involved are just like different, right? So you can do more with like the ruling and the size and the cover paper and the internal paper. Then again, though, like Field Notes just has shown in these last this last stretch that they have better taste. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know, like that they're like there's they're more consistently like on brand and on point. It's like they don't have like a weird Beatles edition popping out where everybody's like, "Wow, what is that?" You know, like (laughs) it's just like they're they're doing their thing. They're not they have they don't do the like person. They're just like this is a concept or this is a place or whatever. Like, and, and then we're going to have our own twist on it, which always looks like a field notes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, they pick so. better collaborators too. Yeah. yeah. And field notes has been at this longer and, you know, I don't know if they've invented sort of the quarterly limited edition, but they definitely were just at the forefront of this, right? Like they're the ones who kind of invented it for stationary. They have to be, I don't know. Yeah. So, and, and they have yeah. a different, I don't want to say integrity, but they have a different ethic to how they put their stuff out. It's all American made paper, all printed in America. They, you know, there's that degree of transparency. This is, this is what it's made of. This is how many we made. This is who made it. But Blackwing's like, we made some of them, and here, that's a roll on print, not a wrap. Yeah. And that's a detail just to get. <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, I don't know. I think that field notes is just like forever just sort of like synonymous with that quarterly editions. Like they, when they started doing it, I remember like, oh yeah, like orange, blue, green, like who cares? Like it's just different colors of the same notebook, but they've just like, they've done such a good job of just sort of like innovating and kind of like thematically just like just, picking really good themes and really good collaborations. So always give field notes such good credit for, for these quarterly editions. And they, they, they communicate a little more like yeah. personally, like yeah. Brian's been on the show. Like if you have question, they'll answer your question. Not yeah. even if you don't host an internationally famous podcast. Internationally famous. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> you listen to us on the moon. <laughs> all seven continents plus anybody moon. out there who's listening in antarctica just, please uh, shoot, shout us out. Some, shoot us a message you know reach out to us on threads yeah. <laughs> i'm sending you a big warm hug oh yeah we need yes. to have a we need to start a threads yes, we do. Yeah. oh yeah do. yeah all right should we uh, should we button this one up yeah okay yep sounds good yeah, been so good talking about quarterly editions here. I yeah had a just a really good time. It's too bad that Baron Fig is not still doing quarterly editions of all of their stuff, or else we could do a whole another episode about this. So, 
join us. Join us in a couple of weeks for episode 199, which is just like bananas. We're Ooh. almost at 200, guys. We have some pretty fun things kind of planned for episode 200. So if you want to find the recording or show notes or more information about this episode, go to erasable.us slash 198, and you can find that information. If you want to find us and engage with us on social media, go to at Erasable Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and who knows, maybe threads and Facebook. You can kind of find us there. If you want to join a just a really great, just like kind, welcoming, interesting group, best place on the internet, come join our Erasable Podcast Facebook group. That's facebook.com slash groups slash Erasable. And then finally, if you want to find some extra content, we actually just released a episode of the Indelible podcast, which is our show about pens, fountain pens and inks and stuff like that. Go to our Patreon and subscribe for at least $2 a month, all the way up to $10 a month. That's patreon.com slash erasable. You can also go to erasable.us slash Patreon. But we... We're, we're all over the internet. We, you can find us in, in many different contexts. So I'd like to thank our Patreon subscribers, people who, like, produ- sorry, producer level subscribers on Patreon who subscribe at $10 a month more. So that is Dana Morris, Monica Corwin, Liz Rotundo, Melissa Miller, Angie, Aaron Bollinger, Elvind Hirtness, Tara Whittle, Ida Umfers, David Johnson, Phil Munson, Donnie Pierce, Tom Keekley, Andre Torres, Paul Moorhead, John Capaluti, Stephen Fansali, Aaron Willard, Millie Back, excuse me, Millie Blackwell, Michael Dialosa, Tana Felice, Ann Sipe, Joe Crace, Michael Hagen, Bill Clow, Mary Collis, Kathleen Rogers, Kelton Weems, Dr. Hans Nudelman, and John Wood. Thank you all so much for contributing to the Erasable Patreon, and we will catch you all in a few weeks. Do you like our podcast? Most people like our podcast. But if you don't like our podcast, David will turn it off. <laughs>